Hello, and welcome to the Discipleship Matters podcast. My name is Sean Keith. I am the Sunday School and Discipleship Strategist with Louisiana Baptist. This podcast is for those who lead and coordinate the small group ministry so that your church can make disciples who make disciples. In this episode, we talk with Craig Beeman. He is a pastor of First Baptist Church of Winsboro, Louisiana. He's been there for over a decade and struggles with a community that's simply not growing. His church is very traditional, and he seeks to shake off the reputation it has had for decades and hopes to lead his church to become a vibrant part of the community. Changes are never fun, but Craig has a vision for his church that he hopes and dreams will resonate with his leaders, his congregation, and his community. So now, let's dive into our conversation with Craig Beeman. Let's, let's talk about your church a little bit. Tell me about let's your do. church. Let's do. Uh, this this church is, uh, let's see, this church was established, wow, I think it was in 19... No, excuse me, excuse me, it was 18-something. Wow. Uh, it is an old established church. Okay. It is an old established church. We, uh, It had a heyday, obviously, yeah. as most churches do. Uh, our church now is in obvious decline, just, yeah. just being up front. That's yeah, where we are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're the old church on the corner. Yeah. And downtown, and this is where we are. And they are older congregation. We do yeah. have some younger folks. Um, but not a lot of them. Uh, in fact, we have one youth as it is now. All right. Uh, which hurts. But uh, and then of course children. We are we have one, one on the way, uh, and two that uh, they come with grandparents. Yeah. When they're when they're able to come, they come. Uh, blessings, both of them. Yeah. But um, but just not a lot of kids. Yeah. Let's talk about your philosophy of ministry. So t- tell me what. What role do you think your preaching or the worship service and your small group or Sunday school and even your prayer time on Wednesday night, what role do you think they play in making disciples who make disciples? I am all about and always have been uh, about two things, helping people know, and you're going to laugh because you know one of these, uh, helping people know that they matter to God, Right. that they matter. I mean, that they have value, they have worth uh, in the eyes of God. And that's right. important to me that people know that. Yeah. Uh, and then after they know that, if they come to, you know, come into a saving knowledge of, of Christ and they're walking with him, then I want them. Uh, my goal is to make them or help them, not make them. I can't make them do anything. Yeah. But help them to become more like Jesus. Right. As much like Jesus as they can. And again, that's not my idea of what they think, you know, my idea of what Jesus is like. Yeah. Who Jesus is has to come with through their relationship with him. Right. And so I want them to become more like that and, and more like him, more like him. And that's that's what I try to stress uh, in preaching uh, and in uh, in our Wednesday nights when we have our devotional. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at characteristics, you know, basically characteristics of Christ. You know, for, we're going to start a thing on uh, the fruit of the, the fruit of the spirit. Uh, we're going to start that in June. And every Wednesday night, we're going to look at one of the fruits of the Spirit, and we, you know, and look at where does that come from? It comes from Christ. It comes from the Spirit of right. God. I mean, you know, that your relationship with Him, uh, all of that. But um, those, the the Sunday school hour, I think, is important. 
for helping make disciples because they're learning about Jesus. They're learning about who God is. They're right. learning how to function in this world okay. as a Christian and as a believer. And that's another thing we're doing. We're, uh, we're, walk, we're walking through First Peter. Okay. We're in yeah. chapter three now. But every Sunday morning, we're, 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 I'm taking chunks, paragraph by paragraph, verse by verse. We're making our way through First Peter. Yeah. Uh, and that's important. Uh, to me, in the way that the that everyone is understanding that the world we live in today, yeah, <laughs> it's right. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's an unbelieving world, and it's becoming. It is becoming. I'm not one of those that's on the bandwagon saying we're being persecuted, but we're moving in that direction. Yeah, I mean we can't deny that. Right, Christians are being. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a different culture. Today. It is a different culture, <clears throat> and we're seeing little stories right and left about you know the little kid in Canada that got he was trying to hand out Bibles and. They stopped him, you know, and he's like, oh, I have a right to share. You know, it's OK. And they arrested him for yeah. handing out, Bible, you know, that kind of thing. And, that, you know, in Canada, well, you know. Yeah, the biblical model kind of for making disciples is, you know, making disciples who make disciples. So you got to yes. that God loves them. Yeah, and then they that need to know once that. Once they have that, they establish the relationship. It's about helping them learn how to follow Jesus. And, and how then, to love one another. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> love one another. And, and and moving in that direction of, of you know, of helping someone yeah. come to someone else come to Christ. And right. then also to be discipled in the way that they, yeah. like you said, they can then go and do that. And so, it was, you and know, it our small off. group ministry, our Sunday school, as you right. call it, that's really, that's where yeah. people really connect with one another. Because right. it's a smaller group. Right. It's not the worship time. It's a exactly. smaller group. And then, so really, it plays a key role. And for us, it does. Yes, for us, it, it's through yeah. our Sunday school. Right. Yeah. It's through our Sunday school where where that group feels comfortable to talk to each other, and to meet together. Yeah. One of my goals is to have those Sunday school classes meet outside of that Sunday school time to fellowship. I really need to, get to know. I each really other. want them to do that because that way they can invite others to be a part. Right. You know that that way it's, it's more of an outreach. It's hey, come to our house. We're having a little. You know, we're having a little meeting or we're eating together, yeah. whatever, you know. Well, and, and the thing is, and you know, Craig, we're, we've been honest with each other. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you you admitted that the church is declining. Mm -hmm. And so so it's important that these people at least have that connection point, yes. you know, that small group ministry. So even in a declining mm -hmm. church, it's an important thing oh my to make sure we that those leaders know that they are valued and appreciated. It's most important. Yeah. It's most important that they understand that. How do you, what are some things that you do uh, or maybe some things you'd like to do that would help your leaders who lead those small groups, those Sunday school classes that would help them to know that they're valued and appreciated? What are some of the things that you do? Uh, there are occasions I've learned the, uh, what I call the value of the pulpit uh, from, for uh, the value of saying it from the pulpit. Yep, yep. There's a lot in that. There's yep. a lot in that. And so I, I have realized that when I say from the pulpit, I just want to say this morning that I really appreciate our Sunday school teachers that, you know, that have worked hard. They work hard. They're here every week. Right. They're every, every Sunday they're here and they've studied their lesson because I know that they have. Because we, like I said before, we have some excellent Sunday school teachers. Right. Uh, and yes, over time, you would hope that every teacher would become well seasoned and very good, and you know, but and that is what has happened though, here at this church, and we have some people that did dive deep 
into right. the word. And so I, I try to say that from the pulpit. I try to encourage them along the way. Um, one of the things I want to do, we have not done, uh, I want to do like a Sunday school or small group for this purpose, you know, yeah. a small group leader. It's okay if you uh, say Sunday school. Okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay to say Sunday school. Yeah, Sunday school is okay. Good. Uh, I'd love to have it. I know some churches do an appreciation back. Yeah, that would be and awesome. And I would love to do that. I know a great speaker for that. that, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, really? I do. You think, yeah. you think you might be able to come and do I, that? I think, I think that's a possibility. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I assumed it was a he. I'm yeah. assuming yeah. gender. It, it, it is a he. It, it is. is a he. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. And, oh, well, I think he might. Yeah. And, and if he's not available, he knows other people. Oh, good. So, okay. yeah, that would be glad to do that. And then the corporate program pays his salary. Really? And his expenses. Oh, I just wow. thought I'd throw that out there. Well, now that is a yeah, good thing yeah. to be aware of, though. So you let's know? talk about then about the I Sunday school. That. Yeah, that's okay. a great idea about maybe showing some kind of appreciation, getting them a good meal, maybe it a steak. Nice. But mm, it would be nice. To I know do I've, I've tasted your cooking. Somebody mm. else needs to cook for them. Uh, but anyway, that's, I just that's learned that's how to do spaghetti by myself. Uh, spaghetti is good. I cut my finger in the and, process. Uh, moving but, uh, in the right direction. Yeah. That's exactly point. But we need to show them that they're valued and appreciated. They need to know that because for they've done it for years. How often is that said? Not often, you know, yeah. and that needs to be something. So, uh, in the past, also, I have written. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a hand handwritten note guy. Oh, that's a great. And because no people don't get mail much yeah, anymore, other than that's a good something point. for Bill. You know, yeah. it's like oh, this is for Bill. Eh, whatever. Uh, that was supposed to be a joke. Got Bill's. it. Okay. okay. Anyway, yeah. So I I do these handwritten notes, and so sometimes I'll write a little handwritten note to them. Okay. You know, get something in the mail that say, and they can look at it at over That's and good. over. That's good. That's important. Yeah. That's important to have something they can look at over and over. Not an email, but actual physical. So do you think that possibly during the week or, you know, there would be, you could carve out some time to do these things, to try to, to show that kind of value to uh, your leaders. What if you could spend one hour a week or maybe even two hours a week, what are some things you think you might be able to do that would help you to uh, encourage, develop, love on, pray mm -hmm. for uh, those leaders that you have? What are some things that you could do every week? Every week. Uh, I don't know if it's every week, but I think it would be, well, and maybe every week I could, uh, I could like meet once, one week with one, teacher. Okay. You know, spend a little time with that one teacher and say, what can I do for you? Maybe what, how make can spaghetti I for them. I mean, yeah, you could. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I just, if I can learn to strain it to where it's not runny, <laughs> then I'm good. But yes. Uh, yeah. If I could do, I, you know, if I could meet with, you know, like a teacher, you know, uh, a, a teacher. Yeah. Once a you week, know, once a week mm -hmm. one teacher, one week, one teacher, next yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. But if I could do that, kind of keep that going, that I think that would actually be a very good idea yeah. because I'd get a feel of how they're seeing their small group, yeah. their class. Yeah. Uh, I could say, I, then maybe I could hear some needs that they may have. Right. I don't even know, you know, unless they say something to me. But yeah. if I offer myself, I hear what you're saying. If I offered myself and said, hey, what can I do to help? Is there yeah. anything I could do that could help you and your Invest class in them. do better? Yes, I like that. I yeah. like that. That's that that is I, that would be a good idea. Okay, so let's I flip would, the script a little bit okay. more. We're talking about the leaders we currently have. What mm. are some things you'd like to do to maybe develop some new leaders? Uh, maybe get some folks uh, out of their find a spot and squat and sit and soak 
um, right. you know, kind of right. arena and maybe stepping into service and ministry area. Mm-hmm. What are some things you think you'd like to try to do to be able to do that? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I mean, I'd love to have, yeah, I'd love to have a young adult class or small group. Actually, I will call that a young adult small group. Okay. Uh, because... I want that to be open to whenever they can meet because that seems to be what's happening today. Right. People, oh, I'm so busy. You yeah. know, I've got I've got kids, but it takes every all I can do to get them to church. You know, much like, I mean, come to Sunday school before that. Oh my goodness, you know, and people just aren't there sometimes. And and I know it, maybe it's out of habit that they got out of habit or whatever, whatever the cause, whatever the reason. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to have someone that could teach a young adult class. Now yeah. we have a, so at our church, we have a sub, we have substitutes. Yeah. We have substitute teachers, yeah. you know, so when one is out, There's the other one to steps step up. Yeah. No problem. Well, in one, in one of our classes, uh, he's my age, the substitute. And I really think he'd be good with a class of his own, you know, to where he would, and, and I think he would do a good job with young adults. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Uh, but what and your, your question is, what do I do to develop them? What do I do to get them, kind of launch yeah. them out there? Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, that is, like I say, that's a good question. Uh, I can ask. Well, let me just recommend a couple of things. Okay, and you please. tell me what you think. Okay, please do. Yeah. What if you just started praying? You know, put okay. him on a prayer list and just start praying that uh, okay. if this is what God wants, if this is God's will, that he yeah, step that into he some would, kind of leadership role. That God would even move him yeah. in that and then thinking? maybe begin working. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, maybe at some point in time in the future, you're talking about this lunch once a week with a teacher. Maybe mm-hmm. you could schedule him or someone else that you're thinking about as a potential leader to uh, go to lunch and just talk yeah. about it and just say, hey, I'm not asking you to do anything. Yeah. You know, would you be open to, Plant do you think seed, God maybe. is leading? You know, yeah. so that would be would that one, be starting something? with prayer and then having a conversation, Yeah, you know, because um, a lot of times what we do is we, you know, somebody quits and, uh, you know, and we go, oh, my gosh, I got to find somebody. Here's right. a book. You think you could do it this week? And then they've been doing it for 30 years, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes that's the that's Baptist how you get. way. Yeah, that's the, the way we do it. Yeah. So maybe if we're a little <laughs> right. more thoughtful and intentional. Hmm, that's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe you could spend part of that one or two hours True. a week. Not just focus on the leaders you have, but also maybe thinking about the people like that. that you will need in the future. That's good. So yeah, that's um, very good. That's very good. I like that. So for all the listeners out there, Craig Beeman said Sean Keith had a good idea. I've just just this once wanted to say. I mean, yes, just, just this just once. once. And, and, and I stole it thing. from somebody else. Oh, did you? Well, but most of I what we throw that out that there. Most anyway. of what you have so, is yeah. Stolen, investing you know. in new leaders though helps <laughs> us to have opportunities uh, that we can. Uh, it is yeah, yeah to, it to have new opportunities. So that when do you think uh, the last time you actually started a new class was? How long ago has that been? Approximately. We don't. Well, know. you know what? Um, mm, I tried. I tried. I think you and I may have even talked about this right. you, uh, a couple of years ago, even. Yeah. Is I tried a pastor's class, yeah. but what it was geared toward, uh, it was geared toward those younger, that younger group. I mean, I had, boom, we had the name. I think we even named it something. I can't even tell you what I named it. Um, and we had a role. We had a list of people that could be in that class that 
that aren't that don't come often. Yeah, right. You know, they don't come on a regular basis. Once in a blue moon, all oh, there they are. Yeah, and that's great. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm glad you're here. I wish you know, I don't know what. I, and I've come to the point of where I've almost even asked them, what can I do? What can you tell me that I can yeah. do that would, you know, that would encourage you, or what would it take, you know, yeah. to have you come? Right. Uh, and we tried to do, I, I, I would study the lesson. I'd come in this room, actually one across from here. I'd come in this classroom and I'd wait and no one would ever show. Yeah. And I thought, my goodness. Mm. And I tried, you know, I tried hard thinking, well, what can we do? What can we do? You know, and I, I contacted them. I sent cards inviting them saying, hey, look, remember we have Sunday school, blah, blah. And, you know, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I don't know what yeah. to do. So here's the thing, Craig. Starting what new, do I do? Starting I'm new asking. classes is tough. I mean, it really is. And yeah. it, it probably, it as is. far as your discipleship and your small group ministry in your local church, it's probably mm-hmm. one of the most difficult things that you're going to attempt to do. Mm, okay. And, um, you know, but finding that target group. I, I, I'm sure you're familiar with the name Arthur Flake. You've heard uh, that before. Oh, that's real flaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can... And that's, of course, you know, yes, actually, it's old. It's I over agree. 100 years old. But oddly yeah. enough, uh, it it's works. still one of the most effective ways. And <laughs> so way it starts works. with, you yeah. know, uh, no, go. Flakes and that's formula. where I remember it. Uh, that's right. Flake's formula, right. which is starts with know your potential. Okay. Then the second thing okay. is to, ex, you know, is to expand you know, your organization, that's, right. that's, that's you know, right. looking for okay. opportunities to start a new mm-hmm. group and then develop your leaders, provide yes. or keep go. That word goes, keep go. That's right. Uh, expand oh, okay. your organization, yeah. you know, and then uh, it, it find your leaders, enlist new leaders. Right. And then P, right. which stands for, you know, yeah, provide yes. whatever resources okay. they need, rooms, mm-hmm. you know, location, you know, books, right. you know, whatever. And then go, keep go. So it is know your potential, uh, enlarge your organization, yeah. look at where you can start new classes, and then also enlist Equip, leaders. Or enlist leaders, and yeah, leaders. Yeah. That's good. Good yeah. E. Okay. You're a good preacher. Uh, P stands for <laughs> provide. So right. you want to provide resources, equipment, space, and all those things, okay. and then go after the people. Yeah. So those principles still work, but mm. it's very difficult, especially when you have an environment that you've not really started a whole lot of new classes. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's never going to be easy. Hmm. But the one thing is once hmm. you do start one, it creates momentum. Okay. For the I next see. one. I got you. And then that creates momentum for the next one. Now we do have, I will say this, we do have what I call a hodgepodge class. Yeah. Uh, and it's different age groups in yeah. that class. Mm-hmm. So there are some younger in that class yeah. that might be some seed for Maybe. a new class? Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's possible. you got to remember, when you go from existing classes, sometimes that can be threatening. So one really yeah. great piece of advice mm-hmm. is That's true. I don't decide as, decide as the leader when that class or who that class will send oh, out. Oh, okay. I what I you. do is I share with them the vision. Oh, the okay. I hear you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. try Here's to get, bring them on Here's board. The hey, here are okay. some people out here. We've got some prospects, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that are not part of a small group ministry. And so we could yeah. get them in a social class or be whenever, you know, right. wherever. Right. But uh, I want you guys to help me pray about that. And so what we're doing is we're enlisting mm-hmm. them to help gotcha. us. Gotcha. And sometimes classes do that. Sometimes leaders are very supportive of that. Sometimes they're not. Yeah. But and the I'm good aware, thing about yeah. that is, is mm-hmm. you're asking them 
to spend time with God right. and find out if this is something that God wants them to be a part of. Exactly. And so now the motivation comes from God and not from you. Exactly. And that's where it should come from. Exactly. I mean, that's where and it so, should come as from. As we always talk about. Because I can't make anybody do anything. Uh, as you well know, one of my responsibilities is also revitalization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I encourage people is first step always. And the most significant step that you'll do throughout any process is you need to stop and pray. Oh, because yeah. every yes. decision when it comes to church is first a spiritual decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a relationship mm-hmm. between you right. and God as you lead it's his gotta people. It's got to come from him. Yeah, it's exactly. Come from him. And so, and what's great is unity happens. Uh, unity is not 100% agreement, by the way. Right, exactly. Always yes. going to have a few. Right. But the great thing about it is, is unity is, is when we're all praying that God's will be done. Yeah. And when you're started talking about uh, starting a new class, we're not talking about threatening any existing class. Right. Right. We're just trying to find a way to provide new opportunities because new groups help grow churches faster than older established right. groups. Right. It just it's a simple fact mm-hmm. for every mm-hmm. new group you start, you will net. Particularly, not not every time, but almost always yeah. you will net 10 plus more members. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a statistic that we know but we've it, observed years and years and years, ever since Flake Formula uh, well, started. What do you know? What do you know? And it's, so, the, it's the right idea. You know, I mean, if you have an established class or an established church, uh, you're in a rut. You yeah. know, you get in a rut and things, this is the way we do things. This is where we are, you know. And so if you start a new class, well, then you've got opportunities. You've got different you right. know, ideas. You've got different people. It's all, you know. It creates its, its own energy. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have a cloud. Well, that's, what, you know, the, uh, Fred Lowry. Yeah. Famous. The, the story he shared, I just laughed. He said he went, I think it was Fred, said he went to visit church. He preached at a church sometime and they took him and they said, oh, this is the men's Sunday school class. And he said, what are those? And each one of them had a recliner. There was a <laughs> recliner for each member of the class. He said, what if you have visitors? Oh, they don't have visitors. Well, Obviously, <laughs> I mean, when you walk in the class and everybody has their own recliner and it, there's nowhere for you to sit, well, right? You're not welcome. I mean, yeah. but I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, and but, you know, yeah. and, and I think I said something a while ago that I want to kind of re-emphasize, and that mm-hmm. is, I don't want to threaten the existing exactly right uh, uh, existence of a, a group that is already established, right? Because right. it it means something to them. Oh yeah, and so they're That's here the because it means something to them, right? But at the same time, there's people out there that need to be a part of a local church and need to be a part of a group where they can be loved and cared Mm -hmm. for, as you talked about a while ago. That is your philosophy of ministry, which says we want them to know they don't not only matter to God, they matter to us. Exactly. And then we want to connect them to God, but we also want to connect them to a family, the Mm -hmm. family of God. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. and we want them to learn and grow and mature and become a part of us. They need a sense of belonging. Right, right. They need that sense of belonging that, hey, I belong long here. So see, you know, the disciple making process I'm, I'm is, here. you know, and you've got the structure for it. Mm-hmm. The key has got to be how then can we engage more of our people right. to be a part of connecting with people who are not part of us? Yet? Yes. Yes. And exactly. get them in a small group mm-hmm. is one of those dynamics. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, I said, once you start a new group and once it starts growing, it creates momentum that not only impacts the next group you start. So you can't stop. Once you get one started, yeah, you got to think yeah. about where the next one's going to be. Wow. Uh huh. But at the same time, it's going to impact everything. 
It'll impact your worship. It'll mm-hmm. impact your giving. It'll mm-hmm. impact your ministry, your service, because these are people with new ideas and new energy. And hey, you know, we need to be reaching some some teenagers. Hey, we need to be reaching some yeah. young adults. Hey, we need yeah. some kids, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you know, pregnant moms, you know, so <laughs> that they can be a part of our ministry. You know, you start right. thinking about other people mm-hmm. that you're going before. Hey, you know, if they come, where would they where would they go? Exactly. Yeah, and that's one of the things uh, we actually had somebody offer to bring his uh, bring a team down from their church in like Missouri and like drum up, you know, some people. Yeah. And they said, but do, you know, do you have a active children's ministry? Well, no. Well, then if we're going to come and do that, well, then why are we coming to do that if you don't yeah. have an active children's ministry? Yeah. If he did, I'm like, well, you got to have kids to do that with. And, you know, it's just a, it's a cycle. It's right. a, what do you do? And, and so, that's what, you know, another know. thing, and that's a great point, Craig, is mm. because we need to remind people uh, who listen to this podcast is that they're not alone. You're part of this huge organization called Louisiana Baptist and That's Southern true. Baptist. For yeah. all of our faults being stated out loud, we right, have faults. Right, we do. We but do. we also We're have trying. a lot of people who <laughs> want to help. You know, yeah. maybe helps the wrong word. Assist, partner, gotcha. come alongside. Yeah. Right, right. You know, and right. uh, mm-hmm. that can help us in these times to kind of get some energy, create some momentum. You know, we yeah. have several programs. Um through Louisiana Baptist, you know, like for example, we have uh, we have groups that will serve during the summer. Our Gola oh, teams right. Those are that come and help they do vacation. Yeah, Bible they'll school. come and do it for you. Yeah, <clears throat> and they don't do it for you; they come and work with you. Oh, they do work with you. I got they you. work with oh, you. So you, you develop some leaders, okay. but you got these young blood, these young energetic right. people who can come and Corral love on the those kids, kids. love on them, and yeah, give and them so individual attention to help create that okay. momentum. See, you. in everything that we do, uh, we want to create momentum mm-hmm. that uh, that we can build on. But we've got to do some, you know, some planning right. before to right. say, okay, once we start reaching these kids, yeah, we better have a Sunday going? school ready for them. There better be, you yeah, know, to yeah. launch as soon as you do and that. Thankfully, you know, thankfully we do have teachers for there the age go. groups. They're ready, you know, and they're always ready and prepared. Yeah, and sometimes she'll have six, sometimes she'll have two, sometimes she'll have one, but she's always ready. And at the same you time, know, then we prepared. need to start a class, adult class, for those moms and dads. Yes. So that they'll come, yes, and so come that they with do. their kids. Right, right. And so, they don't have to go into the, quote, yeah. older class or yeah. whatever. Because that's, you know, that's where we stick. We're like, well, here, here's the, cl- the the hodgepodge. Here's this class. You'll you'll be fine here. Right. Well, it'd be better if there was, you know. Yeah. Because they walk in and it's like, oh, different ages. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable here. You yeah. know, and, they, and I want them to feel comfortable. So. Yeah, you're right. We and the to, key ingredient, I think, that. is is that we start with that prayer. You know, God, mm-hmm. what do you want to see happen? Mm-hmm. How can we find out where you're working? Okay, experiencing God. Exactly. And join exactly. you. Exactly, right. And so right. we want to get our people prepared for that. We want to pray as a congregation to get ready for what God wants to do. And yeah. then we've got to figure out, okay, where do we start? And right. sometimes, you know, where we go, we well, we did this back in 1950 and it worked really well. Well, chances are Culture is it's different probably not going to work right. the same way. Right. You know, principles don't change, but methods do. Methods do. Thank you. Say that one more time. Yeah, yeah. Methods, methods do change. Methods do change, yes. And it's okay. And it's okay. That's right. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what is that? The, the the seven most deadly words of a Baptist church? We've well, never, done, never it done, done it that, done way, that way, before. way before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I always add the Southern flair to it. We ain't never done it that way before. Yeah, there yeah. we go. But yeah. So um, I think the key, true. especially for every church, you know, especially for a single staff pastor, mm-hmm. uh, the key mm-hmm. is obviously we've got to find out where God's working and join yeah. them. But the probably the second most important thing is we've got to find people who are willing to be a part of God's plan. And that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where, do, you know, where, and I, you know, I have in my mind a teacher that, I mean, I think she could, I think she could possibly be a you know, potential teacher. Yeah. Uh, for younger kids. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, she's with child and I'm thinking, oh, but she already has one child and I'm thinking, ah, oh, but she would, I think she would really be good and shine in that. Um, and that's a, you're talking about that, you know, developing leaders and, and, and right. finding them and listing them. And and, and I, I I want her I haven't I haven't asked her yet, but I want to ask her to be thinking about that, to be praying about that, to be considering if that may be something that God would want her to do, uh, because I would love to see that happen. Yeah, I would love to see that happen. But so I can see that, you know, spending you know, one or two hours a week. Yeah, I can maybe see. scheduling, praying mm-hmm. for, writing a note, and then maybe having a meal. Yeah. Of course, you know, Engaging, if you're going to do yeah. something with you know someone of the opposite sex, you obviously want to yeah, invite see, your wife to go with you, yeah, or see, she, see, have two or a, three of you. You right. know, you want to you want to be smart. Maybe here. her husband could come with her. That's a great idea. You know, I mean, maybe I think do it. You know, probably at, could meet in your home. You know, invite him to your True. home. True. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Or, you know, like at, just going out to eat, maybe the church would give you some money that you could use to pay oh, for that meal. True. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, uh, just just doing some things like that to be smart. Oh, absolutely. But spending time with people, you know, one on one, one on two or three, mm-hmm. you know, just to say, hey, listen, you know, we just need to find out what God wants to do because, you know. It's obvious yeah, this church is not where it needs to be. And and more more of our folks are beginning to see that. Yeah. You know, they're beginning to realize that, oh, wait, oh, wow. Yeah, there's not as many of us as there used to be. We're having repairs done on the building. That's why we're in this room today. Yeah. Because there were <laughs> there wasn't a constant looking over of the facilities through the years through the years because those who did that passed away. Yeah. And so, and I look at our Sunday school, I what, you know, small group Sunday school, I look at that and I think, "Oh, I'm the guy that needs to be overlooking it and making sure we have a Sunday school director. She's yeah. excellent." Uh, and she kind of she she watches over things, but you know, yeah, I think I, I need to meet with her more often as well uh, and just take the pulse. You know, what does she think? How does she feel this is going? I mean, yeah. are, you know, do we need, what are some things we need to do that she sees? And it's for us to be on the same page and, and move and walk forward. Yeah. Um, and I think it's but, challenging. I get this. I mean, is, one of the things that we talk about in what we call fresh it. start. Uh, well, our, see, that's a place locally here. Yeah. But every church. Totally different ministry. Every church <laughs> needs a fresh start. Okay. Right. I agree. And so one of the things we talk about with a fresh start is if, if things were working well, why aren't things working well? Or you currently are. Oh, okay. If things are quote unquote working well, okay. then why aren't they working well? In other uh, words, yeah, I got you something now. needs mm-hmm. to change. Right. And so that's we're that doing, word that Baptists don't like. And we don't it's say that word. change. Mm-hmm. And I prepare if, our folks before <clears throat> I say the word so they know. If what we did before worked. Right. Uh, <clears throat> then that's fine. Why isn't that working? Why now? isn't it working now? Exactly. And it's not. 
So well, we're going to have to start thinking differently. And I think, well, and I think some of that is maybe some of that stopped. You know, yeah. it worked because they were working it. Yeah, that's true too. See, and I'm wondering, have we stopped working it? And think about what well, are the I things have that haven't unsafe. changed <laughs> as far as what methods haven't changed, which are principles really. And it's mm-hmm. about people. Mm-hmm. That, that hasn't mm-hmm. changed. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's methods have changed because the way we, we connect. Them? Right. How do we connect with them? I mean, these young adults, they like world. social media. I, I don't get that. I mean, you know, I'm 61. And some of, and some of them pick a certain one. Yeah. And, and you know, they, they like text. stuff. Oh, I only do Instagram. Right. I only do Facebook. And I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. How do, I, how do I do that? You know, you yeah. got to somehow figure out how to connect with them. By the way, Craig. What's their You don't have to be and do everything. I don't know if you know that or not, but you may be the pastor. Okay, I'm not ready for this conversation. Okay, all right. Okay. Are you ready? Get ready for this. <laughs> I know for this. I know you're important. I feel no. Yeah, it's not that. But it's that I feel the weight of it all. I know, and and it's the reality feel is, like, oh my goodness, you I, need to understand that you're not that. alone. That's good to know. You're not alone. That's not good only to know. Louisiana Baptists and your association, right. Eddie Rhymes, and all those right. folks, right. but the reality is. In this church, you're not alone. There are people mm-hmm. that love this church, love this community, mm-hmm. and love this town, mm-hmm. and want to see God do a great work here. I agree. I so agree. you're not alone. I, okay. So now what That's we have good. to do is we have to muster our our, our resources. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use two words because okay. these are two words that we need to remember if we want to see things progress. Okay. And that is we need to be less reactionary. And more oh, intentional. Amen to that. Amen to that. And so we to be wait. intentional means we say, okay, God, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And then we figure out how we fit into his plan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not our plan, right? but his plan, yeah. his will for his glory. Mm-hmm. Then when we, we start thinking that way, we're yeah. being intentional. And then we start moving in a certain direction. It doesn't mean that other things stop. Right. It just right, means we, right. we focus the attention of everything that we are as a church, a congregation, mm-hmm. as a people of God, to focus on moving somewhere and going in a particular direction. That's what we want to do. Okay. As opposed to reactionary is we're responding to, oh, the yeah. building's oh, falling no. apart yeah. or, mm-hmm. hey, we don't have a leader or so-and-so, is they moved or they right. passed away. Mm-hmm. What do we do? How do we replace them? You know, yeah. that's reactionary. Right, right. Instead of being Should intentional. Should be along. Yeah. Should be thinking ahead. Right. All the time. <clears throat> so let's kind of change like uh, okay. trajectories here a little bit. We've talked okay. about our philosophy of ministry, uh-huh. how we lead, what we do. I, I want to talk a little bit about what are things that you do that help feed your soul, feed your spirit and your mind. Mm. And, you know, what are, what are the places you go to for encouragement? The ah, places you okay. go to for to learn, to grow, to mm. be challenged. I mean, I, I saw a bunch of books on your desk. Don't tell yeah. me you've read all of them. No, those are the ones to read. Oh, to read. That's okay. my problem. Okay. The All ones right. that are on shelves are the ones I have read. Have read or read parts of. But then, well, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a few that I've read parts of. Okay. okay. But all mostly, you know, other than the reference books. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, right, all, right, most right. of those I have read. Okay. But yeah, I've got, you didn't see, what you didn't see is that there are four more stacks oh. on the other side of my desk. Ah, books to read. I see. Got it. See, okay. that's my problem. The to read. And so they're there still. And I'm just yeah. trying to make yeah. my way yeah. through them. Yeah. But that is one of the ways. Okay. Yes, that is exactly one of the ways that I seek to uh, grow and okay. learn, uh, get new ideas. 
uh, because I find that there are, you know, I, I finally discovered, Sean, that there are other people in this world that know more than I do. That's amazing. And it's it, what a revelation. It has just been revolutionary for me to How encouraging. understand yeah. that, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. But there's so much out there and um, there, there's just so much out there that is there and available yeah. by way of books that I have learned from. H.P. Uh, Charles dropped oh, a bunch yeah. of books. The last time I saw him, there were like three or four books that he dropped our way. And I was like, hey, all right. And I started looking and I'm like, oh, man. You know, I started it. It's there in the stack to read still. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and that sounds that's more my problem, uh, <laughs> my fault. But that is one of the main ways. Uh, conferences. Some people say, oh, conference, oh, another conference. Oh. Hey, the evangelism conference is good. awesome. Yes. The evangelism conference is amazing. And the LPC annual meeting is pretty good, too. And it is when yep. you get to hear some good preaching. Yep. You know, when, there's, when the preachers, when it's preaching time, I love that. And I'm a little like, bit of right. business. And the business is good. A little bit of controversy. And it's important. Yeah. 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 You yeah. got to have a dash of controversy. That's in right. There. You got a bunch of Baptists. And you if know, you got 50 Baptists in a room, you've got a thousand opinions. You do. So, you know. You do. It's okay. You do. Uh, but that, you know, but those, but people who made naysay conferences, no, don't, you know, just pick the one that you think is going to help you. Yeah. And if it does help you, then go again the next time they yeah, have it. That's right. And that's kind of what I've done. Uh, I, there are some conferences I don't care about going to because yeah. I'm like, nah, that's not going to help me. Right. You know, I've, I've gone to it and I'm thinking, mm, and I should give it another shake, you know, just to see and go, hey, well, maybe they've improved it. Yeah. But uh, I go like the E4 preaching conference. Okay, that's a good that one. That Stuart Holloway does. Yep. That is very good yep. because I feel like I'm in seminary again. Yeah. Because there's all these professors. And I'm like, hey, this feels great. And they get into it and they sometimes don't distinguish. You know, yeah. they, they they forget, oh, I'm not in the classroom. And they yeah. start teaching. And I'm like, yeah, come on, come on, hey, come, come on. on. Yeah. Let me have it. Let me have it. Uh, but that has been very good. Okay. Uh, and helping me think about some things, consider some things so that maybe books, I haven't. conferences. Books, conferences. Um, what and else? Personal, on personal Bible study time. Personal Oswald Bible. Chambers and so I are friends. are you saying that you spend time alone with God <laughs> every day? Do. Wow, I that's do. phenomenal. And it okay. is, it, it, let me say... That's important. That's life changing. That's life changing. Yes. Oh my goodness, what an understatement. But that is that is so important. Yeah. To spend time with him, to look, read his word, to what is it? What what's he saying? What's he saying? You know, and um when 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 I engage with that, it makes it, you know, I always walk away thinking, okay, yeah, here's something maybe I had not thought about. Okay, well, now what does this mean for me? How does this, you know, how how do I put this into practice? Yeah. What, I need to think about this next time this comes up or whatever. Right. It's, you know, it, as far as growing, Do, do it's you important. journal, by the way? I know some people do. I'm some not a big do. journaler, but. I tried early, early on in my yeah. ministry to be a journaler and just didn't stick with it. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. didn't say, and really I understand the need for it. I understand yeah. the purpose of it because you can actually go back and look and go, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing. Why don't I do it? Yeah, I don't I know. know. I just, I it's, know. I feel, I feel bad so about it. Sometimes you read books, because I you think, go to well, conferences, your own yeah. personal quiet time with the Lord. Yeah. I also heard you talk about, you listen to some podcasts. Oh my goodness. Yes. I listen to podcasts of different varieties. What are some of the ones you like the most? Let me let you know beforehand, I do not solely listen to okay. like um, 
ministry co- uh, podcasts. Okay. All right. Uh, I, because I feel like I don't want to be one of those that. Well, golly, every time I talk to Brother Crew, he's talking about ministry. He can't, yeah. he doesn't, he can't relate to me. Yeah. So I do, I, uh, I listen to the Duck Call Room, you know, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> and that, that's for humor. That's yeah. the, because they're okay. nuts. They're just crazy. That's fun. Uh, the Bible, the Beatles, and Jesus. Wow. Okay. Believe it or not. What a combo. Yeah. Uh, Eddie DeGarmo, the DeGarmo and Key from yeah. years back. Right. It's mm-hmm. he, it's him and another guy that worked very, very closely with the Beatles. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, this is some interesting things I'm interested in there. And yet here they are together. Yeah. Let's listen to this. And so they talk about their, you know, their interactions sometimes with the Beatles right. or with the music industry and how Jesus fits into that. And so I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, EST, the Established Church Podcast. Okay. Uh, Sam Rayner and a couple other guys are on there and they talk about... Uh, Work in the church, the local church, how they how they do things. Uh, that has been very helpful in that they talk, you know, they'll take a podcast. They'll say, hey, we're talking about vacation Bible school today. Right. What do you do at your church? What do you do at your church? Well, we don't do that. Oh, well, we do this. Oh, well, that's a good idea. And so they're they're interacting with one another right. in their various churches, you know, where they serve. And I'm, I get ideas there and I think, oh, this is really good. I know, I know a really good one. It's called oh, oh, Discipleship really? Matters. Discipleship Matters. It's a great podcast. Now, who, who does that? I mean, uh, who's, you're who, on it right now. Who, oh, oh, is that what this is? Oh, I think I'm going to start listening to this I one. I think you really should. I think it would, I be, think good. That would be great. And I'm going to share it with others because okay. other people need to I know that it, he, it's here. That's right. That's and that right. it could be helpful. We pray that you heard something in this podcast that God can use in your life and ministry that will help you to be the man or woman of God that he will use to accomplish his will for his glory. There's nothing more exciting than to be inspired to find new meaning and purpose and vision for your ministry. At the same time, ministry can be demanding, mundane, and frustrating. No matter what season you're in, God has a plan. You are his masterpiece. You can trust him. You're not alone. So please join us again in our next podcast for Discipleship Matters. This podcast is made possible by your gifts through the Cooperative Program.